Hey, welcome to Fiction Hunter. I'm your host, Movie Nut, and today I'll be talking about Ben 10's crazy movie history. Alright, so this video is kind of in honor of the new movie coming out, Ben 10 vs. the Universe, which is the first movie um, featuring the rebooted Ben 10. I actually probably will be doing a podcast about that when it comes out. It's not coming out. It's coming out on October 10th, and right now it is, like, September 11th or something. I don't know. It's September 13th, and it's coming out in October 10th. So a little, like, barely less than a month late. Um, and It's coming out in barely less than a month. So, yeah. So I thought I should probably talk a little bit about the movies, because... I actually do like this. So, a little recap for all of you people who just don't know what Ben 10 is, because I can understand why. It's one of the... It's one of the most um, beloved and famous of Cartoon Network shows, but the reboot kind of made it a little less popular. I'll explain why. So, Ben 10 is about a 10-year-old kid who goes on a summer road trip with his cousin and his and grandpa, and winds up finding an alien watch that lets him turn into ten different aliens, and so yeah, so it winds up, actually, so eventually it winds up letting him turn into more than ten by the end of the series, he's, by the end of all the series, except for the reboot, he's able to transform into like over a billion, like over a thousand or something, I don't know, yeah. So, if you didn't know, Ben 10 has a little weird track history. So, the series can. Without the reboot, the series comprises of four series. Yes, four. There's the original Ben 10, and there's Ben 10 Alien Force, Ben 10 Ultimate Aliens, and Ben 10 Omniverse. And then there's the reboot. That's not bad, but not good. Alright. So, it kind of goes like this on how series is pretty much every series takes place when ben 10 is older first series takes place when he's 10 the next one when he's like 15 the next one six, 16 and the next one in between next one follows him as a 17 and 18 year old so yeah and on the way he locks so yeah and so almost literally it's just so crazy all right so let's get into the movies so there is a total of Four movies, not counting the next reboot. So, there's four movies, and then if you if you want to count the upcoming next movie coming out this year, there's five. You might be wondering, holy crap, that's a lot for this simple show. So, yeah. But this show has been around since 2004. And to, to normal people, you might be thinking, oh, that's not long. For kids, that's insanely long. So, yeah. I was even born when the show started, and I still love it, because I remember that that I was I started watching it like right when the last season of the original show started, and yeah, my mom ended up just buying me all of them on Amazon, and I just keep watching them, watching and watching and watching and watching them until I die. Ah! So yeah, that happened. All right. And move, moving on. So, um, the first movie is Ben 10 Secrets of the Omnitrix, the first official movie, alright? So, yeah, so this was in the same art style as the original. And you'll understand why that's kind of big when I talk about the other ones. Because 
this and the upcoming Ben 10 versus the Universe movie. That's the name of it, by the way. That's the one coming on October 10th, 2020. Um, yeah. So the, those two are the only ones that are eight that are 2D animation. Yeah. But anyway, so this one follows Ben 10 as he accidentally makes the self-destruct self-destruct um, feature. He accidentally activates the self-destruct feature on the Omnitrix, a.k.a. the alien watch that lets him turn into ten different aliens. Yeah, so, um, it follows him and his cousin going around the universe trying to find the creator of the Omnitrix to try and, you know, get rid of it. I mean, turn off the self-destruct. Yeah, that's kind of it, but it's also bigger. The story follows a lot of it. Probably the biggest thing is that it locks his second most powerful alien ever in this series, in this one, way big, which is actually coming back in the next movie, so that's super big. But yeah, so he's like the size of a skyscraper, and in like, in Ultimate Aliens, they reveal that he has the ability to shoot lasers from his like arms when he makes an X with his arms, which is weird. But yeah, it's really cool. Uh huh. This is the only alien so far that this is okay. So it's not the only alien. Every series has featured the same alien, the original ten, or at least one of them. But yeah, but way big is the first of something I like to call the three mega trio. The three mega trio are the three most powerful aliens in this collection. And Waybig is the first of the three mega trio to be in all of the versions. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, from the original show to Alien Force to Ultimate Aliens to Omniverse to the reboot. Yes. Humongous is a close second since he was featured in all of them except for one. So yeah. And same with Alien X. He's the only one that could be in all of them. So that's cool. But yeah. So, you do actually also get to meet the first, you know, alien, the, fr- the creator of the alien, which is Azmuth. And he's also coming back in the next movie. He's only been in one little scene, and that's nothing, but, yeah. So, that happened. Alright, so the next movie, um, Ben 10, um, Race Against Time. So, this and one more were live action. So, this one was the first of the two live action movies that were made for Ben 10. And I don't know about you, but this was kind of a rare thing for Cartoon Network since Cartoon is literally in their name, and that's and this is one of the only live-action things that they've ever done. Yeah, seriously. Every occasionally they'll have a live-action episode, episode or character, but yeah, it's never been a full thing. So that was pretty big. The cast actually was pretty good in this, especially since they actually had to do full acting in this, and for what they had on their little crappy budget, they did pretty good with the aliens. You can totally tell that they're fake, unlike in all, but yeah, still. Okay, so this one follows Ben 10 after the summer. So this regards, so most of the movies and stuff actually disregards the fourth season, because of some crap, I don't know what I don't know if the if the season four actually happened well. Alien Force was running, or if they just didn't want to have this to be canon. It I know it eventually became canon, but still, I don't know. 
all I know is they kind of disregard the whole fourth season. So, that happens. So, it follows Ben, Gwen, and Grandpa Max because as the summer's over and Ben, ten, ben and Gwen have to go back to school. But there's this weird like, time-traveling guy that keeps following them. And so, yeah, some stuff happens. You find out he's actually an alien with time powers. Yeah. And... I mean, yeah, he actually, a weird thing happens as he, like, does something with the Omnitrix, and it, like, winds up, like, he, like, I don't know if it uses the copy ability, because the Omnitrix is the ability to copy alien DNA that it doesn't have in the watch, but, like, he was able to transform Ben into an exact copy of him. And, yeah. So, the bad guy was, so this movie is considered non-canon apparently but apparently the bad guy was so popular that they actually brought him into the real series and made him canon so i mean that's cool uh-huh yeah so next up we're going to talk about ben 10 alien swarm so i don't know if this or the next movie you're going to be talking about actually you know I don't know which one came first, but I'm just going to have this one come first because it's better to talk about. And, yeah. Okay. So, this one featured, um, so, okay, so, sorry, I'm just kind of getting. So, this one was another live-action one, and props to the actors. They're actually nailing it better, and yeah. And so, this one is a, par- is a live-action movie about... The Alien Force series. So yeah. So this isn't about 10-year-old Ben. This one follows the 16-year-old Ben. And this one actually, I'm pretty sure, is considered canon. Unlike the Alien Force, this one is considered canon. So that's good. So the story follows Ben as he helps his ex-crush save her dad. Because her dad was taken over by like an evil miniature alien robot. And yeah... Uh, okay, so yeah, so this isn't really the biggest movie. If anything, it probably is the least important movie out of them. But, yeah. So it does go into detail a little bit on how the Omnitrix is a little more powerful than it should be. And, yeah. So, yeah, so the main reason why it might be more powerful than it should be is because it literally made an alien. Yeah. So this has only been shown with th- with two different aliens. This one in the movie that he the alien that he created in this movie, which is Nanomech. So that alien queen that I was talking about, she actually was like isn't organically made like she was and made a species made by like a human. And so the Omtrix was somehow able to like make its own version of that and he named it Nanobeck. And one other, and that would be Chromastone. So, Chromastone was introduced in Alien Force, but he wasn't, you know, in this movie. So, apparently, Chromastone is actually a super, super, super duper rare species of one of, of one of his, of one of, um, his original alien. So, yeah, so, apparently, so, Diamond Head was one of his original aliens, and so... Apparently something happened with a diamond head species, and it winded up causing something to happen, and 
uh, diamond had made got turned into chroma into the same species as chromastone and was named the protector and somehow the omtrix was able to recopy the exact thing and make chromastone and yeah that happened boy oh boy anyway so somehow these do prove that the omtrix can make its own aliens i don't know how but yeah uh, so, in the Alien Swarm movie, he just saves the day and everything's good. Uh-huh. And fun fact, the person who voiced um, Ben 10 from in Alien Force, Ultimate Aliens, and Omniverse is really lucky because he also voiced um, the... It's so crazy, but he actually voiced the Spider-Man in the PS4 Spider-Man game. Yeah, that was him. So, if you've ever played that game, that voice actor for the Spider-Man in that game... Did Ben 10. Yeah. Ben freaking 10. Alright, so the next movie we're going to talk about is Ben 10 Destroy All Aliens. And I watched this when I was at my grandma's and she had Xfinity TV. I looked up free movies and this one popped up. So, this is a, C- is a, three- is a CGI animated movie and it's the only one that's CGI animated. And so yeah, that's pretty cool though. But yeah, so this one was kind of, it wasn't really that popular. It really didn't have reason. They kind of just made it because to make it, like, had no real impact on the series except for one part on how they introduced Asmuth's dad. And yeah, but he's never appeared in the series ever again, so yeah. So unlike literally all the other movies, this one actually did, like acknowledge season four and literally like half of the stuff is from season four like way big who was introduced in the movie which was in between the season in that was made in between season three and four was in this but yeah so the story follows ben 10 as his omnitrix starts to act up because gwen accidentally hit it with her magic powers because if you didn't know gwen has magic powers but not in the reboot because of course not and yeah, so it causes the Omtrix to kind of go pew, 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 and some stuff happens, like how he was accidentally transforming, like, living creatures into aliens, into aliens that are in his watch. He was accidentally sucking things into the Omtrix, too, which was weird. And yeah, and it was how him and this other galactic bounty hunter that he befriended, that's the same species as Diamond Head, him and all of them go and try to... Him and Gwen try to go track down where Azmuth is because he's supposed to be visiting Ben to fix his Omnitrix because of magic. And Ben is on his own because the whole bounty hunter Diamond Head person actually had accidentally turned, um, like made, activated something in the Omnitrix that won't make, that won't let him turn back into a human. And then he meets Azmuth's dad, which has a galvanic mechamorph suit. Which is another alien called Upgrade. So, yeah. And, yeah. So, the only thing... And then you find out at the very end that Ben 10 accidentally turned Azmuth into a Waybig. And they have a whole giant Waybig fight. So, yeah. Alright, so there's actually one more movie that I forgot about. And almost didn't put in this video. I mean, not video, but podcast. 
and this would be the Ben 10 Generator Rex Heroes Unite movie. So this one is kind of more of a special than it is a movie, but it technically is, when I look it up, it's considered a movie. So I'm just going to count it. So this is one of the most forgotten Cartoon Network movies, period. Like straight up period. This isn't one of those big blockbuster ones that was in the movie theaters. It was like a straight to Cartoon Network, then DVD movie. So yeah. So this one follows Ben 10 and Generator X. Okay, so before we start, we have to also introduce, talk about, I mean, not introduce, but talk about Generator Rex. So Generator Rex isn't a character in Ben 10. He's actually a character from a completely different show. So this is technically a crossover movie. Yeah. The only reason this actually truly happened was because both of them were created by a group called Man of Action. You might have heard of them. They created Big Hero 6, which was made by Disney. Yeah. And some other stuff. And fun fact, actually Big Hero 6, I talked about this in a previous podcast, but Big Hero 6 was actually made by two members of Man of Action, and they sold, and those two members sold it to Disney. I mean, not to Disney, but to Marvel. And then they met up to create the other couple people that made Men of Action. And then when Marvel got owned by Disney, then Disney took the rights to Big Hero 6 and made it and made it full Disney. Yeah, so Big Hero 6 is now officially Disney and never going to be Marvel again or something. I don't know. But yeah, so that happened. But anyway, so Generator Rex is another hero and it takes place in a world where the human race is exposed to this weird stuff called, like, called some, like, miniature, super miniature robots. They're, like, inside air particles, which are super small, by the way. They're, like, smaller than a freaking ant or a dust speck. There's thousands of them surrounding by us. So, yeah. But, yeah, so, they're, like, exposed to this stuff, and now it's, like, inside their blood. And so, Generator Rex, the main character of the show, has a special type of ro- of miniature robot called the Alpha, which allows him to control the little robots inside of him to form, like, mechanical upgrades for himself, like how he can make robotic wings and giant robot fists and even, like, machine guns out of his hand. He has this one weapon that I really love where he turns into this thing, and so it swallows a piece of the ground, and he shoots it, and it's, like, as a, gi- as a perfect sphere made of that whatever he, whatever he likes, and swallowed. It's really cool. Sorry about my voice. I have, like, a little bit of a cough. Yeah, so, this happened. So, it follows, um, Generator Rex as a portal opens up in his universe, and it apparently, and apparently it makes Ben 10 teleport into Generator Rex world. This causes some very funny hijinks on how they think, on how Generator Rex thinks that Ben 10 in the form of Humongousaur was like, ha, this guy's like a weird robot, so I'll just destroy him and fix him. And he winds up finding out that he's not. It's really funny. Um, the only real big thing that this movie did is that it it's one of the only two Ben 10 crossovers. No, three Ben 10 crossovers. It's one of the only three Ben 10 crossovers. And it introduces an alien that's literally never seen in any Ben 10 thing ever again. Yeah. He isn't even that... The alien isn't even that cool. He's literally just an electric alien. Ben 10 has like 15 other thousands of those. 
But, yeah. So, whatever. Okay, but anyway, so, not a lot of stuff happens in here. It's, so, the story goes, like I told you a little bit earlier, Ben and Jenner X somehow go to the same universe. They have a little fight because they think they're the enemies. Eventually, team up to stop, to help stop a giant evil alien. Then, then, have some bad trouble defeating him. Then eventually do defeat them. Then Ben 10 goes back to his home. And Generator Rex is like, if I ever see you again, we're going to team up and have a good time. And so they're kind of like friends now. So, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh Uh-huh. So, that was the last of the Ben 10 movies. Except for this new one, like I said, that's coming out this year on October 10th, 2020. I'll probably do a podcast and my thoughts of it. It's pro- it doesn't look like it's bad because reboot isn't good, but it's not bad. And the reboot actually does pretty good stuff by keeping the name intact, with having like, with having like the aliens like rotate in between each other every like season or so. And it's really cool. So there's always just ten aliens, and it's just the smartest move that they do. But yeah, so in total there is Ben Ten. Secrets of the Omnitrix, Ben 10, Race Against Time, Ben 10, Alien Swarm, Ben 10, Destroy All Aliens, Ben 10, and Generator X, Heroes Unite, and Ben 10 vs. the Universe, the movie. So that is six movies for this one franchise that also has Ben 10, that has one, two, three, four, five series. So that comes out with 11 different things in this one franchise. That's pretty big for a simple kids cartoon but yeah thanks for listening please listen to another one and check the show out it's pretty good especially the original show and yeah peace out and 